Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Okay, how's everybody doing tonight? Yes, we're getting you ready for the Elks and the Lions coming up on Saturday, 3.30 for the countdown to kickoff game at 5 here on 6.30. Chet, we'll have Morley Scott join us a little bit later on. In about uh, 10 or 12 minutes, we're going to have Michelle Plouffe on the show. We've had Michelle and or her sister Catherine on uh, plenty of times in recent years and the story for them is they are uh, two members of the number one ranked women's 3x3 team in the world the canadian team and they are playing in edmonton on saturday and sunday in the uh women's uh, series event in the fan district uh, or the fan park in ice district and uh, they won the event last year yeah the number one team on that tour so it's always a pleasure to have michelle on the show of course the men's event starts tomorrow but I'm going to be doing, it's a road trip. I will be doing inside sports from the Fan Plaza tomorrow and taking in some of the 3x3. So that's always fun going on location. Really looking forward to that. Uh, got the uh, a soccer match on the tube here, Argentina and South Africa at the Women's World Cup. Earlier, it was uh, kind of a bit of an upset here. Nigeria beat Australia 3-2. So that affects Canada because that's Canada's group. Canada plays Australia at 4 a.m. on Monday. And uh, Canada needs a draw to advance. They, they could still get through with a loss. Australia is a good team. Kind of surprising they lost to Nigeria. So anyway, that next game, 4 a.m. on Monday. I'm sure everybody... Well, I know some of you will be getting up for it. I shouldn't say everybody, but uh, it's. I, I got up and watched that game yesterday between Canada and uh, and Ireland. I missed the first 12 minutes, I admit. Uh, I missed Ireland's goal, but Canada played pretty well after that and got the big victory. So anyway, uh, quick look there. The uh, We had Reed Clark on the show last night. The president and co-owner of the Edmonton Stingers didn't go their way in Calgary in Canadian elite basketball action. 85-67 for the surge. Stingers' final regular season game at Winnipeg on Sunday. They haven't quite clinched a playoff spot. Calgary did clinch uh, a home game in the playoffs, so uh, could be a, a rematch there in the Battle of Alberta in a Western Conference quarterfinal game. Or I guess, yeah, it would be a quarterfinal. All right, I, I mentioned to Chelsea, this is one of my favorite days of the year. July 27th, and it has been one of my favorite days of the year for the last 27 years. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, Reed, what are you talking about? Is this the day you got your first Spider-Man comic? No, no, that was much earlier. This, well, let's, Kellen, let's play it. Here's why this is July 27th is one of my favorite days of the year.
Sean Whitman, Atlanta Olympics, 1996. Donovan Bailey wins it for Canada. 9.84 seconds, a world record. Frankie Federicks from Namibia got the silver. Atto Bolden from Trinidad and Tobago came in third, and Bailey did it. Now, Bailey winning was not a surprise. He, he, after all, he did win Worlds in 1995. But to me, that remains one of, at least in things I've been able to witness or experience. Now, I was, I was not quite around in 1972 when Henderson got the game-winning goal. But to me, that remains one of the most glorious moments in Canadian sports history. Another one would be the following weekend when Canada got the 4x100 Olympics or the 4x100 relay with Bailey running the anchor leg. And that, if if you lived through that and that whole era, that was, I guess, redemption for Ben, for, for what we as fans and what the country went through with Ben Johnson in 1988. It, it doesn't remove that. I, it doesn't necessarily make the pain go away, but it kind of gave us a memory that wasn't just, oh, this guy got the 100 meters, and then a couple days later, he's uh, you know found with steroids, and it, it all goes to heck. Uh, so that that was just such a, a, a great Canadian moment, you know, certainly uh, it, for for Ben Johnson. The the rivalry was with with Carl Lewis, who you know at this point wasn't Dennis Mitchell from the United States was in the final he was fourth there was another American named Michael Marsh in the final he got uh, he got fifth place and there was all that drama in that 100 meters Linford Christie the 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 British sprinter got disqualified for a a false start he had two false starts this is so there were there were three false starts for that race Atto Bolden had one Linford Christie had the second one and he wouldn't leave the try I mean the the build up to the race there was so much anticipation and then false start false start and then Christie won't leave the track and he was kind of grandstanding and strutting around and acting you know is that he was in disbelief and offended that he could be disqualified and then the race finally goes and Bailey did not start well Bailey did not start well, and then he just came through and, and took it in 9.84 seconds. And, and I still think – I know we sometimes we chat about that, and it's fun, you know, your, your greatest sporting moment. I, I, I really think for me that remains – and there are other things that come to mind. You know, hockey in this country is, is a passion to – you know, that burns like an inferno. Um, so you almost have to separate the hockey moments and then you almost have to separate your, the, the national team moments with your favorite NHL team special moments. But I, I, for a non-hockey moment, that re, I, I think that would remain the, the greatest uh, moment for me as a viewer and as a Canadian to see that. You know, certainly we had the women's soccer team win the Olympics in, in dramatic fashion. Uh, what was that, a couple of years ago? That that was pretty incredible. Uh, Mike Weir winning the Masters in 2003, that would be right up there. There's probably even things I'm not thinking of, but I, I think for me, and, and part of this might be generational, what you know, what else had you experienced in your life? I mean, if you if you were alive to see Henderson in 1972, then maybe Lemieux's goal and Crosby's goal will, will never top that. 
you know, the, depending on what the first one you experienced were, and, and maybe things change as, as you get older and, and you've you've seen more stuff and maybe sports occupy as a, a different space in your life as opposed to your emotional investment or reaction in it. But for me, uh, I mean, how old was I then? I have to do the math here. I, I, I was 22, so I was in, I was what, in grade, it was in grade 10, I think, yes, when, when Johnson had his disappointment, and that was the most excited I'd ever been, and then that goes away. So then to see Bailey come through and do that in the United States with two Americans in the race and setting a world record and all the drama of, like I said, the, the false starts and Linford Christie being disqualified, that just remains something incredibly special. I, I got to, you, you may remember the interview. I got to interview Donovan Bailey about it a few years ago, and he still, you know, told stories about it and everything that was, uh, that was going on and all the build up to that. But, that's why whenever July 27th comes around, I'll always like, hey, didn't something happen? Oh, yes, Donovan Bailey. And I'm, I was, you know, I'm happy to play that audio and, and share that because to me that was such a huge. Let's hear it one more time, Kellen. I mean, Don Whitman passed several years ago. His and his voice is always going to be on that too. And I remember asking Bailey about that. That that him and Whitman are, are kind of linked. And 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 Bailey said some really nice things about Whitman in that interview we did. And for, I guess from a broadcast, maybe some of you don't care about this, but I, I guess from someone who broadcasts, and that I've I've done some play-by-play. I mean, university stuff and AJHL, but nothing at a at a high level like Jack Michaels and Cam Mundu or Don Whitman did there, as, as Morley does with the L. Brian Hall did for several years but I'm thinking you know those are games that last if you're calling hockey or football those are games that last two and a half to three hours which Don Whitman also did but over two and a half or three hours if you were to take any 10 second span maybe some of you didn't sound so great or you weren't so smooth but you get to keep going but calling a 100 meter race well that's your chance right and and you better nail it and I think Whitman very much did, and I, I, I'm guessing for those of you who who watched that race or you've seen it replayed, as, as you're hearing Whitman, you can see it all in your mind, which is pretty cool. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three is the hotline presented by Certainteed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainteed Pro all the way. You can email the show inside sports at six thirty shed dot com, and of course send me a message on Twitter at Reed Wilkins R E I D W I L K I N S. Okay, Michelle Plouffe, speaking of great Canadians, so when we get when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply back inside sports with reed wilkins is brought to you by james h brown and associates alberta injury lawyers go to jameshbrown.com all right appreciate you tuning in yes tomorrow i will be in the fan plaza in ice district for the fiba 3x3 event day one is tomorrow 
with uh, men's action. Now, Canada, led by the Plouffe sisters, are going to play at 10 a.m. on Saturday against Poland, 11.55 a.m. on Saturday against Japan, and then uh, we'll see what they do on Sunday. The quarterfinals start at 1. The championship game is at 4.20. And, of course, Canada, led by the Plouffes, won it all last year, and Michelle Plouffe is on the line now. Michelle, I know it's a busy week for you being back home, but thanks for uh, making time for little old Inside Sports. How are you doing? <laughs> no problem. Thanks for having me, Reed. Yes, I appreciate you checking in. So, uh, I haven't, literally, it's been a year because I talked to you and Catherine yeah. after you won the event last year. Um, I mean, you're still number one in the world, right? So, I guess the last 12 months have been pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a year. It's been a year. We've, we've played in a, a few stops now on the world tour. We had a world championships as our first event in um, early June. So, we've been on the road a bit, and it just, it just continues. August is going to be a busy month as well, so we're definitely happy to be on some home soil here. That's for sure. Now, do you, are are you still playing club uh, ball in Europe over over the winter, or what's the the routine there for you guys now? Nope, me and Catherine, we both stopped playing overseas, so we've been back home. It was our first year at home. Um, this is the first winter in Edmonton in about twelve years. <laughs> How was so that? It was not as bad as I expected um it was it got cold there for for a couple weeks Reed. i was a little bit nervous but i mean we survived our it's, childhood here yeah, yeah, so you, we know you know exactly uh, what what it was like so what what did you do then were you were you coaching were you just staying in shape or what did you guys do all winter yeah we we had time to be involved in some different things which was nice um there was a few opportunities that came up to do some coaching to um, run a couple camps and clinics we still have our Plouf Poops camp in August that we do, so we're doing that again. So that's exciting, um, and yeah, just be around for more for more opportunities. So it's been a good a good year at home, and just settling into to what's next. Okay, uh, so so good for you guys. So tell me, uh, so have you? How many events have you played in in the the 3x3 tour this summer? And have have you won all of them, or how have you been able to maintain the number one ranking? So it's a, the point system is accumulation of like the last nine events you've played in. Um, but myself, I was in the World Cup, two um, two stops on the World Tour in France, um, and then the girls. There was a team that went to a Swiss stop and a team that went to another France stop, which Catherine played in as well. Um, and then we have Edmonton, we have Quebec City, Montreal, and then the final is in. Oh, and we also have Prague, um, Czech Republic, and then the finals in Mongolia. So we have to be top eight um, in the women's series for this summer. So only counting the tour stops this summer, have to be in the top eight to qualify for the final in Mongolia. Okay, and so you should be fi- you're on pace to do that then. We are on pace if we continue to um, continue to play in the tournaments, which we already have four in the schedule. So that's good, and then place relatively well. So the ones that I. I played in. We were we finished third in the first one. We won the second one. Um, the girls in Switzerland placed. Um, I think they were sixth or eighth, and then they got third in the fourth stop in France. So as long as we make the second day, finish top three is our goal at every tournament. Obviously, we would like to win every tournament, <laughs> but the teams are are definitely getting better. China's on a roll. Um, some other teams are in the mix. So. There's some good competition this year. Are, are, do you see a lot of the same teams over and over again? I mean, it must be pretty fiercely competitive. Yeah, it's 
it's well, we see the same countries, but it doesn't necessarily mean the same rosters because a lot of other countries, like a France, has players rotating um, constantly on who's playing. Um, China's generally it's pretty similar who they bring. Germany's quite similar who they bring. It depends on the country how many players they have in their pool of, of athletes to choose from. Ours is pretty small still, so it's a lot of um, a lot of the same roster. Um, but we're having some new faces get in, which is which is cool. And there's a, also a U23 Nations League, which is under 23 tournament that's happening in Chile right now, South America that Canada's playing in. So that's pretty cool to have uh, men's and women's teams down there. Okay, Ed, I mean, you're listing off some of the cities, you know, Quebec City, and you get to go to Paris, go to Prague. It's a pretty nice travel schedule, eh? Yeah, when you when you say it, but the reality is like a 20-hour travel day, eight-hour time difference, you have 24 hours to recover, then you're playing two full days of games, and then you get on a plane and fly out at like 6 a.m. the next morning. So the unglamorous side okay. is the travel, but when you – Say the cities. There's some. We've got to see some amazing places for sure. Okay. It's a blessing. But, but, yeah. you, but you don't always have time to 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 see, <laughs> yeah. to see them. I guess you see where the venues. Not are. always. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wh- why do you think that? And I know. I. I mean. I. Whenever I talk about this event, I always talk about you and 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 Catherine. But I know it's the whole mm-hmm. team. Uh, why have the Canadian women uh, been able to excel? at 3x3 and we've been talking about this for several mm-hmm. years even back to a few years ago when I, I was mad you guys didn't get get into the olympics you, you've been good mm-hmm. for a long time how come <laughs> how come um i think we just have a that's a good question Reed. i think we have like full commitment um whereas some some countries i think have players still playing both which is not a bad thing like playing five on five and playing three on three um but you have to have quite a commitment for the entire summer to have, let's say, if there's only four players, to have those four players going to every single tournament, which has helped us in the past because we've been able to develop that chemistry and learn how to play so well with each other that um, it's really chemistry goes a long way in 3x3 because, you know, there's only there's only three players on the court and it's not a one-on-one game. It's not a five-on-five game. Um, so you really have to gel. And I think we've been able to... Um, gel really well and also just have players who are whoever comes in regardless of who the third or fourth player is just all buy into like unselfish playing but can do everything can play defense can score and shoot the two or three-pointer so how how proud are you to to have this event in Edmonton I know it's been in West Edmonton Mall now it's you know right downtown ice district uh, like how how amazing is that to, for you to have this event I absolutely love it. Yeah, I love it. It's um, it's been so 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 awesome just to have, just to be able to like tell people out about like, yeah, we have a tournament here in Edmonton, and people are like here, and I'm like, I know it's crazy, but it's really happening. You should come check it out. Um, family and friends, obviously, it's a huge blessing to have family be able to come down and watch live. They're our biggest supporters when we're away. They're always watching the live stream. They're always staying updated, and so to have an event here. It's super cool. I know the, there's been an incredible amount of work always that goes into hosting the events, Basketball Alberta and the city of Edmonton. So uh, it's just, I'm proud that there's like people who are willing to step up and host here and that, um, that it's important for them that this event is here because I think to play on home soil is a huge advantage, um, obviously for us at a high level, but also just to grow the game 
locally grassroots level um, just to get the community involved i would love to see hoop city turn into like the new hoop it up the tournament that's going on this weekend um so i'm pumped about it is it ever when when you're playing do you ever when you're playing here is it ever distracting like do you ever look in the stands and be oh there's someone i haven't seen since grade eight. Oh, there's my <laughs> you know <laughs> this <I'd> ever... <laughs> yeah. yeah no i know what you mean it's like it's a new set of distractions when you're overseas or when you travel you have other things like do you have everything you need you're jet lagged you're tired and when you're home it's like you know people and so it's it's just balancing because we're all used to that at this point at this point in our careers of having family who's traveled and having those distractions um so it's a it's a ble- i'm not gonna say it's a blessing and a curse because it's not a curse it's just it just is what it is there's definitely gonna be distractions but um you know we're professional as well so we have to manage those and set it aside and be able to play the game and then do what we need to do on the court. Okay, so again, the men start tomorrow. I'm going to do inside sports from there tomorrow night. I don't know if, if, you, if you two will be around, but maybe I'll see you. And then, uh, so Canada plays 11 a, uh, sorry, 10 a.m. Saturday and 11.55 a.m. Saturday, Poland and Japan, and then you'll know your playoff schedule for Sunday after those two matches. That's the nuts and bolts to see the Plume yep, Sisters? Yep, that's the nuts and bolts, yep. Okay, uh, give, give, me, uh, give me 15 seconds on Poland and, and Japan. What kind of opponents are they? Yeah, it's, we haven't seen Japan since 2019, but um, historically they're very fast and they shoot a lot of two-pointers, like three-pointers. Um, so we have to guard, run them off the two, and try to stay in front of them. But yeah, they they can move. Poland's going to be, they have a little bit of this different roster. For this tournament, they're going to be much bigger. So they're like polar opposites in terms of how they play. Um, so we'll have to game plan and just really play to our strengths. Um, be aggressive on both ends and try to get to 21. Michelle, you're welcome on the show anytime. All the best this weekend. Hopefully I'll see you down there. Appreciate you, Reed. We'll talk soon. Michelle Plouffe from the Canadian 3x3 team. They're playing this weekend in the Fan Park Ice District.